Today's podcast episode is sponsored by Gabrielle Hartley, the creator of the Better Apart Method. Gabrielle and her best-selling book, Better Apart, The Radically Positive Way to Separate, have been featured in People Magazine, The New York Times, The New York Post, Vice, U.S. News and World Report, and many other media outlets. Everyone's talking about Better Apart. In fact, even Gwyneth Paltrow loves the book and said that it's full of potent tools for you and your family. Now, the Better Apart Masterclass is available to you online. And for a limited time, you gain access to a special one-on-one mini consultation with Gabrielle herself. Using the powerful tools provided in the Better Apart Masterclass, you can begin to get clear, feel better, and reclaim your life. So head over to GabrielleHartley.com and sign up today. Use the code BEYOND25 to receive $25 off the cost of the Masterclass. Coming up on today's episode of the Divorce and Beyond podcast. The emotional component of divorce um, pretty much is the umbrella over everything. And it's really important to be able to help people kind of separate the emotions from the tactical pieces. And so I have these kind of tools in my toolkit through the coaching to help people when you're in that situation to sort of deal with it, figure it out, and then move on to do what needs to get done for the actual divorce process. Hello, and welcome to the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host. As a top divorce attorney and family law mediator for 30 years, I know what you need to know to get through your divorce, and most importantly, how to move beyond it to thrive and transition to your new future. My experts and I are here to give you the insider view into the process, so listen in for the wisdom and expert information you need on your journey through divorce and beyond. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host, and I'm very excited to be talking today with Karen Bigman, a.k.a. The Divorcierge. And we're going to talk about how to manage your divorce and, importantly, how to avoid the many pitfalls that we often see as divorce professionals. I want to tell you a little bit about Karen. She partners with individuals going through divorce, consulting with them on how to navigate the emotional, financial, and logistical issues. She uses her own divorce experience and her compassion for individuals navigating high-conflict divorce to act as a confidant and non-judgmental advocate for her clients. Her work includes pre-divorce planning, helping clients to hire their divorce team, completing their preliminary financial statements, and organizing what is a often confusing myriad of documents for discovery. She also has one-on-one coaching, which includes career and dating post-divorce advice. Um, And she holds, um, through her business, The Divorcierge, which we'll talk about, divorce and financial workshops and seminars in the New York City area for those of you who are there and would be able to attend. Her business has become global and now has grown to include both male and female clients. So Karen is out there to help everyone get through their divorce. One of the things that I love about Karen's approach is that she takes a very business-like approach, and that's no surprise because she has an MBA from Columbia's business school, so it really shouldn't surprise anyone that she is a master at 
being the boss of your divorce. She's a prolific author as well. So for those of you who are listening who want to hear more from her, you can find her articles in the Huffington Post, Medium, Your Tango, Next Tribe, Better After 50, and Divorce Girl Smiling, which is our friend Jackie Philosoph. Um, so I'm just thrilled to have you here today, Karen. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It was quite an introduction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, drum roll, please. Um, but I'm excited. Someone else tell yeah. me. <laughs> Well, it's I want people to understand, you know, I think when people are getting information, it's really important for them to understand the wealth of knowledge that my guests have. Um, and you, you know, we've known each other through the Internet, different means for quite some time now. But then we had the opportunity to meet in person a couple of months ago in New York City, where you're based, um, when our friends at Worthy.com did a dating after divorce event at the 92nd Street Y. And that was a lot of fun because it's there's a new layer that you get when you're able to talk to someone in person and really start to do a dive, a deep dive, on what they do and their approach to divorce. And I found so much wisdom in what you had to say that I'm, I really am thrilled that you're here today to talk to my to my listeners. Um, and one of the things that, you know, this is when I first noticed you. Um, it's before you and I ever met, before we ever talked. You had an article or were featured, I think it was in the New York Post, um, which is one of my guilty pleasures. <laughs> people. Sorry. I lived in Connecticut forever. And the New York Post and their headlines, it, it was just a daily part of my day. I had to see what they were going to have on the cover. But you had an article in there and it talked about the divorciers, which I think, first of all, brilliant name, brilliant concept. Um, and that's when I noticed you. And then I noticed you online and we started talking. But the concept of a divorcierge, a divorce concierge, is something that I think the world has needed for a while. The divorce, you know, field has needed for a while. So why don't we just start there? Explain to people what you mean by divorce concierge. Um, yeah, so I think that uh, what people don't realize is what is involved in divorce uh, and that there are a lot of pieces. And I, I liken um, the concierge part. Most people know what a hotel concierge is. You're in a strange city. There's a million different things to do. You don't know the landmarks. You don't know where to go. You don't know how to get tickets. You don't know how to get reservations. The concierge knows, he knows the people, he knows the places, he might have some connections, get you better seats in the theater. You might have a special request that he's able to honor, So, or she. Um, so I can use that concept to uh, liken it to divorce where you, um, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what's ahead of you. You don't know necessarily what the pieces are. The only thing you know is what you've seen on TV or on you know, Jul Juliana Margulies fighting it out in The Good Wife or whoever, yeah. and, and you're terrified and, that, and that's all that's in front of you. So I, I try to really understand all the different pieces, different players, and uh, continue to get expertise on how the process actually works. In addition to that, um, which is sort of more than just the, the concierge, is I, I uh, trained in life and divorce coaching, and, and as you well know, the emotional component of divorce um, pretty much is the umbrella over everything. And it's really important to be able to help people kind of separate the emotions from the tactical pieces. And so I have these kind of tools in my toolkit through the coaching to help people when you're in that situation to sort of 
deal with it, figure it out, and then move on to do what needs to get done for the actual divorce process. And that and and right there, boom, you just summed up why I think this is such a needed service for people who are facing divorce, because, you know, I've been doing this for 30 years. And the number one thing that I know is one of the most difficult things when people face divorce is that they have no idea what to expect. They have no idea what the process is. They have no idea where to go to find resources. You know, usually they'll talk to friends who have been divorced or family members who will say, oh, you have to talk to my divorce attorney. And they go to a divorce litigator and they get all their information going forward in that, you know, context, but they don't get necessarily this broad spectrum of professionals that are available to them. And one of the things you and I were just talking about before we started recording is that there are so many different resources out there for people, including your you as a resource, right? But you, part of what you do is help people find all of the other resources. And so as a place to start and as a place to help guide you through that process, this is just a vital you know, doorway for people to have to go through um, because that fear that you just mentioned is overwhelming for so many people. And the number one thing, you yeah. know, I've always told people as as a divorce professional is education and guidance are the are the ways to combat that fear. You educate yourself about the process. You find the resources and tools to help you get through it, and the fear goes away, and the empowerment starts. And that's a lot of what you're you're about. So, you know, I know a lot of divorce professionals have their own backstory, you know, that informs their approach to divorce and what they do. You're a little different. So, would you share with with um, the listeners, you know, how you got started with the divorce? um in your own experience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it is um, a little bit unique in that um, many people end up working in the divorce world um, as a result of having experienced some sort of very, very difficult divorce process. Um, and I kind of came at it in a different direction in that I was at a crossroads professionally. And in my life, I had done um, various uh project management type work. I had been a stay-at-home mom for many years, and I literally stumbled upon one of my closest friends in the local bank who had been married for about 30 years. She married her college sweetheart, and they had a fairly amicable divorce, but here she was post-divorce in the bank. She couldn't get a credit card, even though she had her own business. She didn't know how to manage um, her household administration. She didn't know what bank account to open. There were so many options to her, available to her. And I, here was this, you know, perfectly um, intellectually capable you know, individual who just couldn't do it. And so we started to work together and I really helped her understand what was going on, helped her understand um, her expenses and what things cost and set up her online banking. I even had a, she didn't know her internet was down and she just wasn't using it because she didn't know how to get it fixed. So it was that bad. Um, that That's pretty bad. <laughs> So in your repertoire of professionals yeah. are the, what do they call the guys at Best Buy? The, the, oh, the geeks, computer the geeks, nerds. The, uh, the, 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 the geek squad. I, I can They're on your speed dial. I on my speed dial, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that kind of, you know, a light bulb went off and I said, well, like her, there must be many people. And um, I started to put together this concept. And the more I sort of put it out there and pitched it, people were like, oh, my God, I wish I would have had something like that when I when I went through my divorce. 
And then whether this was serendipitous or not, um, some point around then, my um, ex-husband and I decided to get divorced also after um, 25 years together. So I went through my own process. We were fairly amicable and we mediated. Um, our children were grown. The youngest one was in her last semester of high school. So we didn't have to do the custody negotiations. Um, and I thought that it was such a, you know, for me, it really wasn't such a difficult process, but I did have many periods of paralysis where I just couldn't do anything. Even I could get out of bed, but then I'd sort of stare at my computer. And as I've gone through this and in the, the years that I've started to do this work, I look back and realize how much fear I had and all the things that I, I won't say I did wrong, that I might have done differently if I'd had the proper resources available to me. And so, you know, there's that fear factor again, as, as we'll call it. And that's really the number one emotion, I think, that people feel, at least looking into divorce, um, you know, fear because now the future is unknown. It, it's, it's not what they thought it was going to be. How are things going to turn out? And, and that's why I think a divorce concierge can be so helpful to people, because as you just mentioned with your friend, and I think this is really important for for listeners, she got through her divorce, but then found herself on the other side, unprepared for her new life, you know, the post-divorce life. And as you know, this podcast is the Divorce and Beyond podcast. So I'm I'm interested in helping people through the divorce, but also as you are, I want to help them with information that's going to help them beyond the divorce. It's going to help them be prepared for that new future, because I'm sure you've seen in your profession, as I've seen, life after divorce right. can be pretty great. That's my experience. You know, I've been through it myself. Uh, to, thank God, you know, life after divorce is. It, That's right. Many people say to me, it's the best thing that ever happened to them. Not while it's going on, but that that new life can be so. You know, there are so many opportunities. I always say divorce is an opportunity, not an ending. It is. And and again, you have to be careful when you say that to people because they might punch you in the nose. But, <laughs> Good point. But yes. Good point. Um, but the, and, and the more prepared and planful you are throughout the process, the better the post process will be. Because you really, you know, one of the, the, the examples, the financial example. So everyone has to put together some sort of state, we call it in New York, the statement of net worth or financial position, where you are at the time that you're getting divorced. And that's typically, I guess, used for the basis of the financial negotiations. But what a lot of people really don't think about is that once your divorce is final, that picture doesn't look the same. And if you don't have that picture as best you can in front of you, then when the divorce is signed, all of a sudden you're going to go, oh my goodness, I didn't realize that my rent was going to be paid by me. <laughs> I, <laughs> and the, and I the utilities and the groceries. That's right. And oh no, the toilet just broke. I have to call a plumber. <laughs> How am I going to do that? <laughs> um, and what's that going to cost me now? So all those things that, that you want to plan for financially. And the other is, you know, the, the component, which um, was kind of an interesting experience for me. And now in retrospect, I, I, I feel like I have a much better understanding. But because my children were older, I didn't really, I didn't have to do a parenting plan or schedule. Um, my, like I said, my daughter was already 18. 
And the first year was really difficult for me because my ex stayed in the family home and she didn't want to go. And we're talking New York City. I lived on the west side. She lived on the east side. She did not want to travel across the park. And I didn't, it wasn't mandated anywhere. We hadn't discussed it. We hadn't planned for it. We hadn't planned for holidays when my older son came home from college. And it was just this big hairy mess that had I thought about it, that they still needed a schedule, even though they were they were adult children and they behaved and they understood things differently. Um, we think so much with little children. We worry about the planning and making sure that everything is, is, is intact for them. But we don't really think about the, the older kids and how they're going to react to it. Yeah. As, as the stepmother to three almost 22 year olds, I can tell you that they still are your kids, right? They still need a place to come home to at the holidays. They still need support. They still need mom, dad, and stepmom. You know, they, they, uh, so I, I, I think that that, you know, that's a great example of the need to, when you're going through divorce, look forward as opposed to looking back, but also a great example of the fact that we, as we're going through divorce, or your average person who's going through divorce doesn't know all of the things that they should be considering. And as a, it's a great example to have a talk about adult children because your divorce attorney is not going to talk about your adult children. Your divorce attorney, it's not that they don't care. It's just legally your adult children are no part of the equation. In you know some states, we do have post-majority support or college educational expenses that we have to talk about. But parenting plans with adult children, how you're going to share expenses, those things are not covered. But one of the things I know as a divorce attorney is if you talk about things in advance and decide how you're going to handle things, whether they're legal issues or not, Having an agreement about how you're going to handle things or at least having considered it and talked about it means you won't have conflict later over those right. issues. But you need to know what you're talking about. So I think that's an excellent point about educating clients, about bringing information to them. You know, so who are your clients? Who who do you you know, mostly help? So I um, have men and women who come to me, um, clients, most of them have younger children. So they tend to be um, somewhere around in their 40s with their children anywhere from, I've had, you know, someone with a, who was six months pregnant when uh, her husband left to uh, people who've got grown children. Uh, and basically they're at a, some sort of crossroads, whether it's, um, I'm thinking about divorce and I don't know what to do. I don't know what does it mean or I'm, I'm getting divorced, or he or she decided that we're getting divorced and I don't know how to deal with this or what to do, or even in the middle of it and it's the, you know, the messy middle where all of a sudden everything is just falling apart and you don't know which end is up and, and you need some clarity yeah. on that. And then you know, towards the end, as we discussed, you know, there's this, there is this wonderful life after divorce. I, mean, I do a lot of work with people on dating. I do dating workshops. And also career, I have different um, resources that help people. I have one client who um, was a stay-at-home mom, and um, she found out her hus husband was having an affair. Unfortunately, it was on her anniversary as she was looking down at his phone at something. So it was not a pretty picture. And, you know, a, a year and a half or two years ago, I she was really in, in bad shape. And now I joke with her because she sent me a picture last summer of her jumping off a boat in Egypt with a bunch of friends, 
you know, glowing and having the time of her life. But my point was that she had not worked in many years. She hadn't planned to, but she was in her mid forties and trying to figure out what to do. And I had a connection to a program here where they do um, a return to work in the social, um, so, uh, social impact space. And so I helped her get that internship. And through that, she ended up getting a job uh, in the Bitcoin arena uh, somehow social impact and Bitcoin, not sure where they came together, but she made a connection. You just said it. And I went, I have no idea where those combine, but right. yay. But, you know, from being out <laughs> of the workforce and, and really being a full-time mommy to getting a job. And, and she's had a lot of financial struggles and had to sell the apartment and now just had to move again because the, the, her husband did all sorts of shenanigans with the, with the money. And so, um, but she keeps that, you know, we check in and, and when things get really lousy, I remind her where she was and how far she's come. And so, um, it, you know, those, those are the, the, the people that really, um, that get, get me out of bed in the morning. They really do. I'd like to take a moment now to tell you about my favorite co-parenting app, FAIR. There are other apps out there, but FAIR is the only one that I recommend to my clients. We know that divorce is never easy, and when children are in the picture, it can be really tricky, especially when you're trying to communicate with your ex, and that's a challenge. Now there's an app with you and your kids in mind. It's called FAIR, F-A-Y-R. FAIR is the easiest, most intuitive, and conflict-diffusing co-parenting app on the market. It helps to eliminate misunderstandings while also improving communication between co-parents. Here's what the FAIR app can do. It has a time-sharing calendar, documentable text messaging, an expense tracker, a GPS check-in, and by the way, no one else has that, a monthly parenting report, a private journal, a file vault, and importantly, you can export all of the records into a convenient and time and date stamped PDF when you need it for your attorney or for court, and there's a Spanish version of the app as well. So subscribe at BeFair.com, that's B-E-F-A-Y-R.com, and then download FAIR from the App Store or Google Play. You can go to FAIR.com for more details and use the discount code SUSANG18 to receive 20% off. Stay tuned for more from Susan and her guest, the divorcierge Karen Bigman, on Manage Your Divorce Like a Boss and Avoid the Pitfalls. Um, the other thing, um, the Greek chorus, everybody says I should, my mother says I should, my brother says I should, my father says I should, I have to, I should. Um, you know best what you need. And sometimes it's hard to see that, but you have to try to have that, find your own voice and get clear and accept people. People mean well, but sometimes they say the darnest things. <laughs> If you are enjoying this episode, check out Radical Acceptance, How to Disengage from Your High Conflict X and Find Your Power with author and therapist Virginia Gilbert. But it was in the course of researching high conflict divorce and some other tools that I'll get into later that I began to understand how to manage the conflict, but also how to change the way I was behaving because I was reacting to it. And I was doing things unwittingly to really fuel the conflict. So once I learned how to change my own behavior, there was a big shift. And now we return to today's show. 
that's a great example of divorce is an opportunity, right? Yeah. That it, yeah. without the divorce, she wouldn't have gotten involved with the program and found the new job in Bitcoin. I, I'm not even sure what a job in Bitcoin looks like either. But, <laughs> you know, those are I hear those stories all the time. You you said she sent you a picture from Egypt. I had a client who sent me the only thing she wanted out of the divorce was they had a house that was on the beach in Connecticut. And it was just a little like cottage. But that's that was really important to her. And the day after her final hearing, she sent me a picture of her, you know, knees in bed to the window out to the sea. And that's it. And for her, that was, you know, I keep that picture. I have a framed photo of it here. You can't see it in the background, but I keep that picture she sent me to remind me of the the good things that are ahead for my clients because you know I know that it can happen but we all need to remember it because you can get so bogged down in the moment you used a phrase earlier um when we were talking about you know what happens when people go through the divorce and they lose sight of the fact that there's a future the divorce right. sort of becomes life after divorce right yeah the, the yeah, divorce being, you are your divorce you become your divorce and you forget what life can be and you know you're reminding me of my own one of my own uh, stories when um i after i got divorced i i decided to buy myself an apartment i was rent was insane in new york and yeah. the mortgage rates still is low, so i yeah. said all right it's the time to do it and I was headed to the closing and I literally was on the subway platform and burst into absolute like sobbing, crying. Of course, in New York, nobody really looked. I was going to say nobody even said anything to you, right? Oh, just yeah. another loon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and I call I call my my real estate broker and I'm like I don't know if I could do this and I, and and I think she really thought like I was so afraid of the um, of the expenditure, and of course it was a large amount of money and a huge responsibility. But what I realized it really was for me that I was 52 years old and it was the first time in my life I'd ever made a major decision, particularly a financial one. I had never, I went from my parents, my sister to my, to my ex-husband and it was so empowering for me. And I think that that is something that having the independence and knowing that you have the strength in you is, it's just, it's hard to describe, but it's really, and it, and it happens to everybody. It really does. It, I mean, it's a it's it is a constant in the divorce continuum, I'll call it, that once you can get past the difficulties of dividing everything out and and, you know, separating from your spouse, the opportunities and the and the positive movement forward can really be so life altering and changing. Yeah. I went through that myself after my divorce. And as I, you know, I always say, I, I'm now re very happily remarried to the man I was meant to be with. And, you know, if you stay with the person you're not supposed to be meant, you know, not meant to be with, you're never going to have that. And I, you know, it makes me sad to think I might not have ever had this because it's, it's wonderful to be in that type of a supportive marriage or relationship. Right. Um, so, you know, we talked about in the beginning, um, the title, you know, avoid the pitfalls. So, you know, besides getting bogged down in your divorce or lost in the divorce process, what are some of the other pitfalls that you see people, you know, encountering? Yeah, I, I think that uh, there is, uh, I mean, definitely the, the emotional piece. I think it's really, really, really important to, to get support to help you separate the emotions um, from the tactical pieces, because if they inform your decisions, 
you're going to make bad decisions and you're going to make expensive decisions because um, you you won't realize what you're doing or you're going to use your attorney as that person to help you um, manage your emotions. And uh, I'm sure you would agree that the attorney is the most expensive piece <laughs> generally of the puzzle. And when they're billing you in six and 10 minute increments, Imagine a $600 an hour attorney is going to charge you $100 for an email or a phone call where you're ranting about your ex. So um, definitely working on separating the emotions. And in some cases, it's more than, you know, I, I work with clients a lot and coaching tools and reframing. But sometimes, you know, people really do go into serious depression and dealing with that getting a therapist to help you um, navigate the process and, and navigate your emotions is, is also, um, I, I always recommend it, regardless of whether we're working together in a coaching capacity, if I see that, that people have that. Um, the other thing, um, the Greek chorus, everybody <laughs> says I should, my mother says I should, my brother says I should, my father says I should, I have to, I should. Um, you know best what you need. And sometimes it's hard to see that but you have to try to have that, find your own voice and get clear and accept people. People mean well, but sometimes they say the darnest things. Oh, and, you know, well, and it's always colored by their experience, right? Yeah. It's it's always yeah. what they went through or and it's not their life isn't your life. That's right. And their marriage wasn't your marriage. And so and, and their divorce wasn't the same. And that's really important in terms of who you hire as well, because just because somebody had um, hired the most, you know, bulldog litigator, if you and your spouse are reasonable people, you just don't love each other anymore and want to get divorced, you really don't want that litigator. Um, so just really under understanding that. Um, and don't be afraid of your finances. Learn about the money. It doesn't have to be complicated. And if you don't understand it, find someone to help you figure it out. There are a lot of resources out there. They're not, there are some people that are looking to take advantage, but there are also a lot of specialists that, that help people really just like you trying to navigate the money and, and learn how to deal with it so you're not afraid of it. Yeah, actually, money is, is one of your sources of power, whether you have a lot or a little. Having control over it and understanding it, that's where the power comes from. And actually, yeah. the money piece there, that that raises a question in my mind or something that I, I sort of want to address with you, because what I hear so often from divorce clients is that they don't want to spend any extra money. So when I suggest to them they go to a coach or they talk to a concierge or they do that, they'll say, I don't have the money to spend on that. I only have the money to spend on a divorce attorney. And what I always emphasize is that you're actually, in most cases, going to save money by going to the right professional. So maybe you can expound on that because I think it's a really important point for the listeners. Absolutely. And and probably the, the, the greatest advantage you can have by hiring someone like myself. Um, first of all, you, what we work together a lot on, the first session is I call it a clarity session so that you know what you need to do, you know what you need to ask, and that you are going to your attorney or your interviewing attorneys with the right um, questions in mind because just shooting the breeze with your attorney, he or she has no problem doing that, but you're paying for it. So the more organized, that's what, what we do, we work together. Um, the other thing I've often done because of the emotional overwhelm, I'll just give you an example. My client ran into her spouse at pickup with the kids and was absolutely a mess and ready to fire off an email to her attorney. And I tell my clients, 
fire that off that email to me. I don't charge you by the minute and let me look through it and see if there's really anything of note in there that your attorney needs to know that we can organize in a, in a coherent thought and then send it so that you won't spend that money. The more, again, the more information you have, the more organized the information, the more organized your paperwork. My goodness, document discovery. You're going to have to get three years of every account that exists in the world and organize that. And I find people send them piecemeal to their attorney. So you send one bank account statement, it goes to the paralegal, it goes to the administrative staff, your attorney looks at it, that one piece of paper costs you hundreds of dollars. Well, because Again, you pay for the paralegal's time as well, people. Absolutely. It's not just the attorney's <laughs> time. So don't think, oh, I'm saving money. The paralegal's going to get it. You pay and for that to too. Scan it. Yes. Pay for the scan. <laughs> yes. So it just adds up. So yes, it's, you know, it's, it's a commitment to hire someone like myself, but at the end of the day, um, if I could, you know, do a, a point for point, I guarantee you, you're going to save much more money being organized and planful and separating your emotions than you would if you just hired the attorney alone. Yeah, I can't emphasize that enough that having someone who can help you pull it all together when you yourself cannot and just understand Divorce is a hugely emotional process. It takes time to work through that. That is just a scientific fact. I mean, we're, you go through an emotional upheaval like a divorce. It is going to take time. You are not always thinking clearly. And this isn't your world, right? This is our world. This is the world you work in. This is the world I've worked in for 30 years. We know the people, we know the resources, we know of, you know, new things that are out there. There are apps these days. We were just talking about it. You know, there are th co-parenting apps like FAIR, monetary apps like Decomply, um, Hello Divorce for processing or, or It's Over Easy for doing the forms that you need to do. There's so much out there that you as, you know, a person who's lived your life not in the divorce world don't know about just hiring someone to to help you like a hotel concierge find that great restaurant get a really good table at a great you know time to eat that's what your divorce concierge can do that's what karen can do for you so karen let's make sure that people know how to get in touch with you right so i have a website thedivorcierge.com and that is the combination of the words divorce and concierge d i v <laughs> I'm trying to spell it. <laughs> I, 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 it. It takes a moment because it's D-I-V-O-R-C-I-E-R-G-E.com, right? Thank you very much. Got it. <laughs> um, uh, and on my website, I have um, a lot of um, articles and tips. And I also, because there's so much information out there, and that's another um, issue that that people have is just culling all that information together. I now have a product that I sell as a download. Um, it's, it's, it's a course, but it's, there's no tests <laughs> on Teachable <laughs> that basically has um, everything you need to know about divorce. I call it Breaking the Divorce Code, The Ultimate Guide to Divorce. And um, it's $197 and it has seven modules with video um, explanations and worksheets, budget worksheet, parenting planning worksheets, all sorts of information. Um, I'm offering a discount. I'll, I'll, Susan will have it in, in the show notes afterwards. That alone, if, you, if hiring someone like myself is too much, I offer that as a standalone. And I also offer it with office hours um, at an additional cost. So that's another way just to get all the information organized in one place. 
And then in the New York area, I have um, a woman's group I call Women, Wine, and Wisdom. And we have an upcoming meeting about the holidays. And then in January, we'll do a reinvention one with all sorts of um, beauty experts. Uh, I do have one coming up on financial infidelity. <coughs> with uh, Lily Vasilev, one of uh, one of your uh, cohorts. Love my Lily. <laughs> um, and then I have a dating workshop. So a whole bunch of different events. And eventually those will probably uh, be online as, as they as they build. I, I mean, there's so much information that's available and so many resources on your website. I do recommend that everyone go to to look at that um, and just reach out. You also have a newsletter, I believe, that you send out yep. that people can sign up for. Yes, you can sign up for my newsletter. You can also, as part of that, you get um, a free downloadable webinar on the, on the basics of the divorce process. So it's just like a teeny spice slice of, of the, uh, the larger picture that you can download for free as well. So I encourage everyone to check out Karen's website, thedivorcierge.com, and find out how you too can you know, manage your own divorce and avoid the pitfalls like a pro. Thanks so much for joining me today, Karen. Thank you, Susan. Thank you for joining me today on the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I hope you found some information and inspiration to help you on this journey. Please join me every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for a new episode. And if you like the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. You can also find more information on the website at divorceandbeyondpod.com where you'll find links to the YouTube channel, transcripts of the episodes, and other bonus content. So I'll see you next week to help you move through your divorce and beyond. Oh,